0: Okay, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us on episode two of Social Selling Tips and Tricks. I'm glad to be joined here today by Craig Langley, a fellow uh, social seller and a real good friend from the UK. Uh, good oh, good morning. All right, It's good morning where you are, Craig. Good morning. Good, good, good morning. Good evening to you, Con. How are we? Good, good. Thank you, Craig. And thanks for joining us here today. This is our second time on Green Room under the Social Selling Warrior Club and uh, talking social selling tips and tricks. Uh, This is on Green Room. It's going live on Green Room, and eventually we'll be able to create a podcast out of this and put it up on the various podcast channels. So, Craig, I thought I'd start off uh, today's conversation um, just briefly talking a little bit about, you know, your background, uh, maybe a bit of a history, you know, any qualifications you may have and how you ended up being... um, a LinkedIn enthusiast, and also, for that case, how you uh, use LinkedIn for your social science. So let's talk a bit about you, Craig, and I'll hand it over to you.
1: Yeah, thanks, Con. So um, I've got a, a, sof- a, a software degree. I did uh, computing maths at university, so uh, a lot of um, uh, scientific uh, programming. And then I decided I, I didn't want to uh, be a programmer. I went back to night school, and I did a marketing diploma. And then I managed to combine them both and um, work for for Microsoft for for five years. So doing um, uh, Windows CE business development. So I, I've ended up working in uh, international sales for uh, 28 years now. Uh, I've built four companies over over the over the years, and I've been using LinkedIn since uh, 2007 for um, uh, global business development. Uh, i 've managed to get clients in uh china india korea japan uh right across europe to um canada mexico and uh and the u s as well all, all through uh, all through linkedin so um i love linkedin i 'm um, a big uh, sales navigator user i 've been using sales navigator for um five years now and um I'm on it every day, Con.
0: So, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a a, a bit of a LinkedIn geek. Good to hear, Craig. It's uh, great. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined, uh, as you can see, by royalty here. Yeah? I mean, Craig's got a really distinguished background, um, you know, started four companies, worked for Microsoft. So we don't often get people of this caliber joining us on um, on Open Session. So thank you, Craig. Craig, I was going to start off by saying, for asking maybe for a bit of a, bit of a word, you talked about you've been using Navigator now for a while. For someone starting out, do we have to jump into using Navigator or do you think there is enough there for us on the free version LinkedIn to do some social selling? What's, well, if you well, were to give so advice much, to someone, yeah, what would yeah.
1: you i i would say you know it's like a car isn't it you know um you want to learn to to drive the car properly before you upgrade to a, a ferrari you know um there's so much you can do with the free version that people uh, people don't do like you can do um very very targeted searches um using boolean uh, on a free account so um you don't need a Sales Navigator. It, it helps a lot. It makes it makes life a lot easier. But uh, I'd say certainly if you've got um, less than than two thousand uh, connections and um, you know you're trying to build your network and, and um, get a uh, uh, a presence on the platform, then I would say you can do that with free LinkedIn.
0: That's uh, that's very handy to know, Craig, and uh, you dropped that magic word there, that Boolean word. I know we're not on a visual platform here, we are on an audio app, but can you give us a bit of an example how we can use Boolean in our search box on LinkedIn to, to do a targeted search? Can you give us an example you use on a regular basis? Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. So, so, so you know, there's, there's some um, really good searches you can do. So, um, Uh, You you can you can combine the searches. So, for example, you can search for people's uh, headline and it tends to be that people who put, um, for example, LinkedIn coach or something like that in in their um, headline. That's their primary purpose for being on LinkedIn. So searching for headline, you get very, very uh, targeted uh, searches. So you could do headline colon. And, and and put in linkedin linkedin for example and then you could put and skills and you might want to say well i want somebody who's got training or skills coaching and you can combine those searches and you will get a very very uh, targeted list of people who are who are literally linkedin linkedin trainers linkedin linkedin coaches if you if you did that sort of search
0: so we can use a range of bullying characters there, Craig. The and, the and nots, and so forth, and the or. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah.
1: You, yeah, so you can use and, uh, or, capital O, capital R, and the not functions very, very useful if you want to take out um, job seekers, or you can search for posts, for example. You can you can you can search for hashtags and instead of hitting the, um, the people search on, on LinkedIn. You can search for posts and you can combine the number of hashtags and you can remove the word uh, job um, oh. or, Yeah, and go and not job. And, and then you will get all the posts um, minus the, the job posts. So I'm in automotive con, as you know, yep. and, and I do very sort of specific uh, searches in, in autonomous driving, for example. And I can use the, uh, the, um, autonomous driving hashtags like ADAS is a very common, uh, hashtag for autonomous driving. So I can do hashtag uh, autonomous or hashtag, uh, uh, ADAS and automotive and not job or and not, um, uh, vacancy or something like that. And I would get a very targeted list of, um, of posts if I did that search.
0: And the beauty of these uh, search engines and LinkedIn with the free version, you can not only use those Boolean logic in that search uh, box, but you can also then, when you get your search results, you can hone in on posts, on people, on groups, on events. So it really depends on what particular aspect of LinkedIn you want to search, given that Boolean parameter you've imported. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely, can't. And the other useful thing you can do is actually – save the searches as a uh, a bookmark in Google Chrome or wow. you can just copy the URL and keep them in a spreadsheet and then every day or every few days you can jump straight to, to people or straight to posts and you don't have to scroll through your homepage feed, you can you can go straight to very targeted uh, yes. posts.
0: And I was thinking about that today because I saw a post, I don't know who it was, I think it was Richard Vanderbloom, the famous Richard Vanderbloom, if you're not... Yeah, following Richard Bloom people uh, that are listening to us at the moment. Uh, do yourself a favor and follow Richard. And he was saying that, uh, you know how our feeds are sometimes populated with a lot of things that we're either connections or, or people we follow or could be a company. But if you really want to become targeted and don't have much time uh, in the morning, for example, and you just want to have a quick look and see what are your connections talking about or what are your followers or, or what are some of the you know the search parameters you've used and you want to go in there and do that search again and target and have a look have a quick look at what's been presented overnight, you know, while you've been asleep. That is one way of doing it by saving that like you said, no, Craig, saving that as a bookmark, clicking that again and just getting that search redone. And that way you have a targeted uh, search results list presented to you that you can then review and then you can come back later on and do some more um, looking at your posts and so forth, because you know how you wake up in the morning, your your feed is just populated with so many things you don't know where to start.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so you know, I search, I search um, using these bullion strings all the time, and and I save them in uh, in bookmarks, and I've also got them in a in a spreadsheet, and I just click to those, you know, two three times a a week, and um, I find it very very powerful finding second
0: connections Wow and, and, okay.
1: and, and, and you're finding very active second connections by by doing that so
0: now for the for the benefit of our listeners Craig can you tell us what is that, um, that sort of that second the word you use second connections because we, a variety of people listen to our podcasts so we want to make sure that we're all on the same page when we talk second connections why is it relevant and important to touch base with second connections? Well,
1: well, the thing is, um, you know, a lot of people on LinkedIn don't actually post, comment or, or like. Um, so you want to find the active people in your uh, industry. And yeah. by connecting to, to second connections, you get exposed to their connections. So you're building your reach into the, into the network. Um, yep. And if you can um, build relationship with uh, the very active posters, the, the influencers, if you like, yep. um, and and get them, you know, actively comment on their posts and, and, and in return that they might actually, actually comment on your posts, then you're going to get really good reach um, by engaging with those very active posters.
0: Now, Craig, I know we've, you and know, I have spoken about a number of times. One of the other things you've taught me, and you've taught me well, is that about getting access to your data and being able to use that data for social selling purposes. Um, can you just explain to our listeners how would they go about getting access to their data and then what can they do with that data?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so everything you do on LinkedIn gets gets tracked. So every comment, every like, every post – uh, every connection you make and, and every message you, uh, you send uh, and receive all gets stored uh, as separate CSVs. And you can actually get a download in a zip file of all these CSVs by going to um, settings and um, what does LinkedIn do with your data and ask for a complete uh, data download. And you have to wait 24 hours and you will receive an email, um, with a, with a link to, to get the zip file. And if you went into, um, messages.csv, you will get every message that's been sent and received on, on LinkedIn, including their, their URLs. So it's wow. very, very handy if you're trying to find an old message because the, the LinkedIn messaging system is, is not very good. Um, things get archived. Um, you know, within a, within a month or two, and it, it's quite hard to mm. find old messages. The searching doesn't work very well. It's not like Outlook where you can just do a search yep. and, and find messages from from two years ago. You can't do that in LinkedIn. Um, so I had a, a friend recently um, at Bosch in in Germany, and said, so "I've had a conversation with with, with somebody." Last October, I can't find it. How do I find it? And I talked him through how he found it. And he was, uh, he was over the moon that he could go and uh, get a spreadsheet with all those messages that were exchanged um, uh, October last year.
0: Wow, that's great. So with someone with some, uh, I mean, I don't want to underestimate the skill set of the Excel people, but with someone with some basic Excel skills, can then take that data that says refile and manipulate it and massage it and extract the relevant information they desire. And then how would they act on that information, Craig? What would be your suggestion?
1: Well, you know, there's several things, isn't it? You you want to find out who in your network you've got strong relationships with. So it'll highlight who you've exchanged a lot of messages with. It'll give you a message count. Um, It's good for keeping in touch with people. So it'll it'll give you a, a... Uh, a list of people that you exchange a number of messages with, and then you might not have exchanged a message for six or 12 or or 18 months. So it's good for keeping in touch with people. Um, It's also good good for identifying people that you connected with and uh, have not built a relationship with. You've not exchanged a message. So the dormant connections. And then you might decide that, you know, actually I connected with this guy three years ago. And, um, with this objective and that objective is no longer relevant. So you might decide to, to disconnect or the person's left the industry or something like that. Everybody has got dormant connections that just
0: sit yeah. there. And this and is this one is way. Oh, way of um, yeah. uncovering them. them and reconnecting. And then then I respond. You can then make a decision whether you want to call them or just keep them. As a connection going forward, but that's a great strategy, Craig. I think not many people. I don't think many people do download their data first of all, and secondly, I don't think many people do what you do in massage and and you know sort of manipulate that data in order to extract the information they desire. Now we know there's a variety of um, LinkedIn analytics apps out there. We've got you know Shield, we've got Analytics, but what you do, I think, is something unique that cannot be done by a nav. Would that be correct?
1: Yeah. And the other thing is, Con, it doesn't use any plugins. It doesn't use any automation. You're just using your own LinkedIn data, so it's 100% safe. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, you're not that's using nice. any external
0: yeah. tools. That's a great point to make, right, because we do know that, that LinkedIn, as part of the terms of services, are cracking down on a lot more of those sort of um, yeah, tool yeah, tool. So that's, saw, a, that's a really good point.
1: A, yeah, I saw an article recently saying there were there were a list of eighty uh, automation tools that they'd uh, yes. they'd shut down.
0: Yes, I saw that too. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? How they shut. So there's some great tips. So you've been listening. Uh, it'd be worthwhile you rewinding this if you listen to the replay and uh, just taking some notes about what Craig outlined there. I think it's a, some great tips there about how you can get access to your data and once you get access to your data you can manipulate that data and massage it for that for that of a better word to uh, to extract information yeah, from the and, start yeah. and start connecting uh, and start connecting and start reaching
1: out and i think one of the other most powerful things you can do is, is clean up your homepage feed yes. so um you'll find that um you know, there are certain connections who just sit there all day going, going, uh, share, 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 just the <laughs> share button, filling up, filling up your feed. And, yep. um, if you, if you typed in the, the URL, uh, linkedin.com slash feed slash following, yep. um, it will bring up all your connections, um, that are sharing and posting in order. And you'll find that, that there'll be some people who are literally hitting share 50, 60 times a, a week. And, and you can make a decision to to uh, unfollow them. They, they don't get a notification. They'll remain as a connection. So you'll be exposed to their network if they've got their uh, their, their settings open. And um, it just means that you'll clean up your feed and, and you won't be
0: seeing all these um, Sorry. all these shares. So can you give that to us again? Because I'm just doing it at the moment. So you've got LinkedIn.com forward-slash-feed, forward-slash-followers. That's uh, can, following, following. A following. Yeah,
1: ah, okay. yeah, LinkedIn.com. Let me just do it while I'm here. LinkedIn.com slash feed.
0: Following, okay, and then feed you can. Slash and, following. These, and it puts them in order of what you say, Craig? It puts them in order of the ones that are. Well, you can search then by, um, by
1: people or companies, so the, uh, on the right-hand side, you'll see some filter arrows, you know, bars. Uh,
0: hashtags, yep. Yeah. yep. So you I can got search it, yep. by
1: connections, companies, or hashtags. So if you did connections, you will see, you know, I've I've just done it now. On my top row, people are posting 60, 60 times a week. And, uh-huh. and when uh, you look is. into it, they're not posting. They're just hitting the share button.
0: Okay, now that's a good point. So people, if you're following with us at home, it's linkedin.com forward slash feed forward slash following. And then, like Craig says, on the right hand side there, there's those three little lines, looks like the amplifier filter settings. If you click on that and just filter on connections, once you get your connections list, you'll see below their name, it's very, really, and this is where I, was, uh, I didn't notice the first time, with Craig, it's a bit fine print, but it tells you the individual and how many times they've posted in the week and that way you get a chance to see
1: that's right and when you actually uh, dig a bit wow. deeper you'll notice they're
0: not posts they're shares so what you could do then craig is just click on that following and unfollow them and that way your feed should be a lot more effective is that what you're saying
1: that that's right that's right so it, magic! what a up. great tip it'll clean up your your, your home feed so I, I know some people tip. who have got um you know six seven thousand connections but only follow about 400 people so they keep their clean their, their feed um, very very clean
0: yes yes that's a good that's a very good uh, tip that one craig you should do a video on that one
1: yeah because I, I, I know
0: you want to tell us i, I know we're talking about videos i know craig has done a couple of videos and uh, Especially when the Boolean logic one, I know you've done a video for that, Craig. Where can people follow that, find that video and follow along? Um,
1: Well, that's actually, um, I put it on my uh, YouTube channel, which my company is HJ Sam. So, HJ Sam. You'll also find it on my um, LinkedIn uh, profile, of course. Cool. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to do some more sort of how-to videos because there are a few little hidden uh, hidden tips that yep. you can do on a, on a free account.
0: So I'll try to get that into the show notes of this podcast. But if I don't, so that's uh, go to YouTube and just search HJ Sam. Is that correct? That's right, yes. And you should be able to find Craig. And there is some really good videos there, how-to videos on LinkedIn. And like Craig said, he's going to be doing a lot more. So if you subscribe to it, and put a little bell and notification, you'll be able to see his uh, updated videos. Craig, you have shared some amazing stuff here with us today. Uh, um, what I was going to do is uh, we we did start talking about Navigator and um, and, and the freer version, but if we, we we just touch on briefly on Navigator for those who may be interested, what does Navigator give you that you deploys a feature on a regular basis what's one feature in navigator that you really like and enjoy
1: well the, the, the most powerful feature is it has a, a spotlight tab function wow. so there's a tab that shows people who are active in the last 30 days
0: Magic. so yep.
1: you know as we all know you know a huge hmm. amount of, of linkedin are, are are people we we call watchers or, or lurkers you know they they Yep. They're on the platform regularly, but they they don't post, they don't like, they don't comment. Um, but in Sales Navigator, there's actually a tab that identifies the the active um, contributors to LinkedIn. So these these are people that are hitting like, comment, share, and 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 posting.
0: What do uh, we find that last tab? What, days. What, what do we find that tab, Craig? How do we find that tab?
1: So, so that's on the uh, that's on the homepage of uh, of Sales Navigator. If yeah. you look at um, if you look um, at um, uh, connections, which is um, um, okay. leads, they're called they're called yes. in, uh, in, in Sales Navigator. Yeah. Then you'll yeah. see you'll see some tabs, and you've got one that says uh, change jobs in the last ninety days, and then you've got yeah. another tab that says active thirty
0: days. Yeah, yeah, great point. Great, great point.
1: Yeah, great. yeah. So, so that's so you. The, the how do you? How,
0: what do you use with that one, Craig? So, when you get a spotlight, how do you then, for our listeners, what's a a, tra- a tactical strategy you use after that? Yeah. Well, what, Once what, you I find do, what I do, what I do is is if I
1: want to grow my network, you know, I, I I do very sort of niche business development within the automotive field. So, if I want yes. to target somebody within General Motors working in autonomous driving, I'll find the active people. With that active thirty days tab, and I'll um, find their posts and comment on their posts, and then I'll send them an introduction uh, message, an inv- invitation message um, referencing that post.
0: Good, good, and that shows you're interested and it shows you care about what they're what they're posting. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's right. So, so I'll I'll use. You know, I'll use um, you know the, the post as a sort of um, uh, you know break break the barrier um, uh, to, to build rapport.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, and I do a very similar approaches. My my strategy is to um, to look at people's. Uh, my, my strategy is mainly to engage, look at various uh, posts I find my feed, if I do enjoy to interact and engage with that provider perspective. We have seen recent research from Richard Vanderbloom that engagement. Uh, commenting uh, is what really gets you traction in, on LinkedIn. So why we're continuing to engage and in interacting and commenting on posts. Now, the other thing we also heard recently, uh, Craig, uh, you, I think maybe I heard it from you or others, uh, there was some research being done or someone doing some maybe testing around liking your own post and getting that, and that provides uh, a bit of an extra traction on the on the uh, algorithm is that correct? Is that what you've been noticing? Yeah, I know
1: a lot of people do that, uh, and I and I've seen it. I've even seen people, you know, writing several comments on their own posts, mm. and it, it might well help with the algorithm. Con. you know, I don't I don't um, debate yeah. that they've they've got some results from it, but I I think it looks a little bit needy in my opinion. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't like to do it. I think it looks yeah. a little bit desperate, a little bit needy. Um, hey, hey, I think it's fine, it's fine to put uh, to put a link in the first comment. I think that's fine. But but yeah. but writing comments on your own post and, and liking your own post, um, I, I don't think it sends the right sort of message. That's all.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I agree, people can see that. But on the other hand, if it uh, if it helps improve your exposure by the algorithm, then I suppose um, there is a bit of a benefit. But you've got to be just wary how you do it and. How many times you do it? I think it's a it's a great point you make. So, let's, we've talked a little bit about around the edges, Craig. Uh, before we wind up for the night, and we are coming close to our time, let's talk a little bit about social selling and, and trying to define that for our listeners. And um, for those who are listening the first time, they're probably uh, thinking, what is this social selling? They're probably going away, Google, then you can Google it. And we do Google social selling, you'll come up with LinkedIn's definition of social selling and LinkedIn were the ones who I believe and I think done some research in this, who created the term social selling because they were trying to at that stage to sell the Navigator product. Uh, Navigator is a premium product of LinkedIn and they were trying to push that and sell that and they coined the term social selling. And by coining the term, they also then created four pillars uh, in relation to what uh, social selling represents. And they aligned those pillars, of course, to the product that they were offering uh, in the market in order to to make it a bit um, more attractive for people to acquire. And then what they did is they assigned uh, a percentage, a mark, a pass mark, a benchmark, to those four pillars uh, uh, of 25. And those four combined would give you a score out of 100, and therefore, they were then able to uh, sell or push what they call the Social Selling Index, which uh, indicated to the individual on LinkedIn how they were performing on the platform based on those four pillars. And those four pillars are creating a powerful profile, uh, connecting with the right people, um, sh- um, sharing insights or, or, or building relationships with insights, What do they call it, and the last one was around uh, building those relationships. So the third one was about sharing insights, and the last one's building effective relationships. And that's where the social selling really, in the way I practice it, and probably the way Craig does it too, where it really starts to kick in is by building those relationships, but then taking those relationships offline and starting to have conversations which lead to potential opportunities and sales. But before you do that, you must adopt those uh, first two or three steps on LinkedIn in order to create that brand, that powerful brand, and start connecting with the right people and interacting, for that matter, and engaging with the right people as well. Craig, is that the way you perceive uh, social selling? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yes, yes, Con. I mean, I, I think you can you can boil it down to to building rapport. You know, you want to engage with the right people and you want to build rapport with them. What you don't want to do is is be spammy, Sammy and, and, and connect and, and then hit them with a sales pitch. You know, you, you want to yeah. um, build rapport, take them through the, the know, like and trust and let the sales conversation evolve naturally. Um, there'll come a point in a conversation where, you know, you're talking about projects you've done, with, you know, that you've got in common or you're talking about people, you know, or or maybe sharing some LinkedIn tips. Um, there'll come yeah. a point in, in the conversation where, where they'll look at your profile and they'll get curious and cool. then and then they'll ask the question. So, so, you know, I'm interested. How is it you could help me or, or what is it you do? And at that point, it's a, it's a it's a good time to to then say, oh well, actually, you know, I can send you something over email. We can have a Zoom call, um, and then you've kind of been given the the permission to 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 market your products or your services. So it's
0: permission marketing. Yeah, yeah and that that's a very powerful word, Craig. I mean, we hear it a lot, but do we need to get permission to send people something or can we just send them something what's your approach to that
1: i think i think if you're sending them information you know so if you're sending them and and, and it works well if it's not your information if it's somebody else's information um i think i think that that's totally acceptable but if you're sending them uh, something you've written, a presentation, or something like that. I I think you 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 should ask their permission. I've written something. It, it might be of interest. Can I send it to you?
0: Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Can I send it to you? And do you find that majority of people would say yes? Yeah, send it to me, Craig. I'd love to read it. Or. Something on those lines. Do you get many? I, I think. Facts? I think
1: if you're at the right point in the conversation, then yes. But if you do it yeah. too soon, if you connect with them and then say, "Thanks for connecting. Can I send you something?" It's like, well, I don't know you.
0: Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Exactly right. You
1: know, there's a natural defence on, on LinkedIn that that you know, and it's caused by these automation tools and these these funnels. There's a natural defence that if you connect, people are saying people are waiting for that pitch, and so you've got to take that um, they take that um, apprehension off the table and have a natural conversation. And let them get to to know you, and, and yeah, you know, it's like you would in in a pub, wouldn't you? You'd meet somebody, yeah, and you exactly. get to know them. Or at an exhibition, at an exhibition, you know, you're having a yeah. beer, you're meeting you're meeting somebody. You wouldn't go up to them and say, "Nice to meet you." There's my brochure. There's my business card. Let me know if you want to buy anything. Yeah, yeah,
0: you and know, that's you'd have a and we hear, And we and we and we hear that a lot done with that is in um, what we call you know you use the word the pub, but the pub test. Would you would you approach someone a pub in that manner? If you wouldn't, then why would you do it on LinkedIn? Uh, would you that's send right. someone, would you just go, to, would you go just into the pub and say to someone, here's my latest white paper, enjoy? I mean, no, so why would you do it on LinkedIn? So we could actually say, we can. The, the phrase has been coined, you know, the pub just, would you do this in a pub? If you're not, then why would you do it on LinkedIn? I think if we take that approach, that's probably a good way forward, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, and,
1: and I think, you know, no one's on LinkedIn to be sold to, I think. They're not no. just—they're not just uh, on there to go. Oh, I'll connect with this guy because I really want to see his sales pitch. Um, yeah. They're on there to, to to build relationships, to further their career, to increase their knowledge, um, get a promotion, yeah. uh, learn, learn, um, improve their LinkedIn game, whatever it might be. Um, and and so you've got to think. Well, you know this. This, this person's connected to me, which is great. Um, don't go and spoil that by, by being uh, spammy-sammy and, and, and pitching too quick.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. So once we define social selling, where do you think people then struggle to adopt it? Where, where, out of those four, whether it be the profile, you know, connecting with the right people, sharing insights and then building relationships out of those four pillars where do you think uh, people don't spend enough time mark uh, uh, craig sorry
1: i i think i think people don't spend enough time commenting on other people's posts i think there's there's too many people just transmit uh on on linkedin they just go post 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 here's my latest widget and, and they wonder why they don't get engagement on those posts um, yeah. I, I think um, limit the amount of sales um, posts that you do and yeah. earn the right to sell, earn the right to sell by building yes. relationships, building a network, yeah. building a yeah. tribe, building a tribe yeah. of 200 people, not yeah. not 20,000, yeah. but 200 that, that, that um, like your stuff, that, that know you, you comment on their stuff, they comment back. You've got a relationship with them. And then your posts will start to get um, reach into second and third layer connections. And people will start to reach out to you because they they like the comments you're making. They like the stuff you're putting out. And and your network will start to grow uh, organically.
0: And I I like that term you used there, Craig. And I think we should bottle this one. Earn the right to sell. Yes. I think that's something very powerful. And when we unpack that, it's about what you I think you've, I've heard you say too, and we've used it a lot, which is uh, build, build, no build and trust. What is it called? Uh, uh,
1: no, no, like tru- no like and trust. trust. That's right. Yeah,
0: No like and trust. And once, you, once you've once got that no like and trust, then you can earn the right to sell. Again, you don't have to be uh, spammy, but you uh, when well, you can get to a certain point, where you've earned the right to sell to that individual, to that company. But it's only when you've done the hard work up front. Don't go doing it uh, straight off the bat because it's not going to go down well. But once you've got that no like and trust all sewn up, you've earned the right to sell. And I think Craig makes a really good point there about the approach we should be taking. And even a bigger, a more bigger point you make there, Craig, was about not enough people interact or engage on posts and what yes. do you think that is is do you think people um, is it that, that imposter syndrome that maybe surrounds some people uh, around who they are and what they do, do you think that might be uh, well since I, I, I sense it you know, is but I know what you yeah, think.
1: I'm in the engineering um, um, environment you know I, I working and, and I talk to people a lot you know because um, they all direct message me um, They've seen a post, they'll direct message, and I said, "Well, why didn't you write that as a comment?" "Oh, I don't like to." And a lot yeah. of the time, they don't want their boss seeing it. Um, yes, that's a good point. They don't want to put out their opinion and let others um, shoot them yeah. down because it might be a technical opinion. Yep. And I think I think in certain cultures, um, especially in the in the Asian uh, culture, I do a lot in India, they tend to be quite quite shy about about commenting um so so they'll like a lot but they they don't like commenting they're happy to have a chat over direct message but they don't like commenting so i think it's different for different industries it's different for different cultures um so 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 yeah you know we're in a little bubble of of people who are in um you know Hmm. um uh, social social selling and and um social media so so everybody's yeah, um, exactly. you know, not afraid to express an opinion yeah. but it's not the same in every industry
0: so the moral of the story is don't judge everyone on the way you, you perform or the way you act be mindful that cultural or other reasons people can't interact as much as you may be interacting so be mindful of that and if they are talking to you private hey at least they're talking to you and they've enjoyed something you've posted, which is still well. A win- I think I think the direct win message for yourself. Is,
1: is the most powerful thing. I think that you know, and I do it a lot. I'll put a post up, and I'll think, oh, um, you know, the infotainment expert at Jaguar Land Rover, who I know, might be interested in this, and I will just click the three buttons and um, send the post. I don't tag them because people. Clip a lot of people don't like being tagged and I'll just send mm. them send them and said oh I've, I've just written this post I thought you were uh, I thought you might be interested yeah and I find, I find that works quite well and we'll have a discussion in in direct message and, and all the time you are building a building a relationship it's not a um uh, it's not a uh, a commercial post it's not this is my business come and hire me kind of post um, yeah. it's about it's about their industry it might be about Jaguar Land Rover it might be about it might be about Aston Martin, but it's something that's relevant to them that they'll have an opinion about, so so um, they don't mind. Um, I think I think when you start, you know, sending loads and loads of messages that are uh, uh, are pitchy and uh, 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 are not uh, invited, um, I think you can you can alienate your network. So
0: I think you've got to protect your network. Great point. Great great point. Okay I think uh I think we're coming to the end of our conversation and our podcast here, so thanks again, Craig, for joining me. I think maybe next week we can start talking a bit about content creation because we know that's one of the um, one of the four pillars is about um sharing insights and creating relationships by sharing insights What well, i've I've coined that as the education aspect of what we do in social science, so by educating your audience. You start to develop that thought leadership so we'll talk about that next week so if you listen to this podcast we do go live on green room every wednesday uh, 12 p.m bst uh so that's british standard time which uh is 12 p.m every wednesday social selling tips and tricks it's uh myself craig Langley, and we do have some guest mods or hosts that come on board so uh, someone like Mac uh, Labusha, who's come on in the past. He might join us again, but looking to get others to also join us over the next couple of weeks. We'll have uh, some other guests appearing on this, on this show. So thanks, Craig. Um, if people want to find you, Craig, what's the best way to get in touch with you, find you, locate you? Yeah, well,
1: LinkedIn's the best place. Um, you know, I've actually got my URL set up as my uh, as my company name. So just type uh, HJSAM into uh, LinkedIn, and I'll come up. Uh, I'm an open networker, so um, people can send me a, a message even if we're not connected. I can receive messages.
0: Great, and I'm Conso Titus, and I'm also on LinkedIn with uh, with Craig. So you can look up Conso Tedes, or even look up the Social Sewing Warrior. Has a hashtag, and uh, you should be able to see my profile. That's a a unique hashtag that I use, similar to what Craig does with his automotive posts. I use Social Selling Warrior for my posts. So you can search on that or search on the surname. The surname is very unique. There's only one of us on LinkedIn, so you won't find many other subscribers on LinkedIn, so it would be easy to track. So please connect with Craig and I. We're happy to have a conversation offline with anyone in relation to what we do and how we do it, and support you in creating an effective brand that you can then leverage in order to garner more opportunities and that can lead to more sales. So the sky's the limit by adopting social selling. So once again, Craig, thank you very much for joining us. I Have a great night. No problem. Thank you. Great great day for you. Great night for me, mate. Great night for you.
1: That's right. Thanks, Con. It's been a a great
0: conversation.
1: I look forward to next week.
0: Okay, all the best and we'll talk to everyone next week and please tune in to the Social Selling Warrior uh, Anchor FM, uh, what is it called, the podcast show and we'll see there the Social Selling tips and tricks. So thanks again, everyone. Thanks for joining us either live or on the podcast and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now.
1: Thanks, everyone.